0: Welcome back to another episode of the Cigar Club Podcast. I'm Pew, and along with me, as always, is Griff Howie. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in every week and leaving your thoughts and feedback on each episode. Uh, We do do love reading those. Uh, If this is your first time joining us, the Cigar Club Podcast is where we talk about all things cigars with you, the Cigar Club family, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Today, Griff, we got a little extra special episode Today is our 100th Cigar Club podcast episode, and there's only one way to celebrate, uh, and that's going to be smoking a $100 cigar. So Griff, what are we smoking, buddy?
1: Top of the afternoon to you, Pew. It's been quite a while since we've done a podcast. A lot of things Um, happened. This is quite the cigar, I will just say. This thing's, what, an eight and a quarter, eight and a half? It is
0: is eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. It's the
1: Davidoff Royale or Royal release Salamones. Uh, I think it was like 110 bucks actually. Yeah,
0: it was a touch over. Small box Coming in at 115. And uh, Griff, you're going to love this. This is just a Dominican wrapper aged eight years. And uh, that's all we got. (laughs) So that's your kind of
1: detail. For a hundred dollar cigar, I expected this to come in a coffin. Number one. I also expected the the Davidoff band paper looks a little different than the normal, although I don't smoke Davidoff, so you have to tell me. The paper just seems kind of like that cheap paper, you know what I mean?
0: No, I think I think really? uh, okay. this, yeah, well, I think this is normal.
1: Maybe this is standard for Davidoff. Um, but you know, for a hundred dollar cigar I'm like, I need that cardstock And I need a I need a coffin. So yeah,
0: I do wish. I mean, they come in a gorgeous presentation box of ten. Uh, <clears throat> it would have been cool if they did have.
1: Oh, the box is insane, but you for know, the consumer, a, you know, 1, be able to one.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um. So yeah, I'm gonna light up the. If my freaking lighter, of course, would work. It's I, crazy. I mean, it would hear. be a,
0: an episode if you uh, had light right. didn't have lighter issues.
1: So yeah, I mean, I've honestly, I can't honestly. Uh, this could be my my first Davidoff. I was going to ask, when was the last time you
0: smoked a Davidoff? Oh because no, no, no I I've
1: had the I've had the Winston Churchills, yeah. which are great. So no, I take that back. This is not that would be pretty crazy.
0: I was going to say, and I thought you've smoked at least one or two, uh, but this is probably the first Davidoff you've had in several several years. Now I did smoke. We did a podcast uh, back in twenty twenty two where we smoked our most expensive cigars. Um, I believe it was that one, and I smoked uh, the Davidoff Royal pre-release on that episode. So I have smoked a semblance of this blend before, uh, but it was in Robusto size. I think this is kind of the grandeur kind of presentation size. So I'm really excited to see if there are any standouts with this size over just a regular Robusto.
1: $100 cigar, uh, I've never done it before. I think probably... 50 bucks, maybe, and that was probably in Vegas, if I had to guess, is probably my top. So, um, you smoked is, that, uh,
0: Kokiba that was secondhand, like $400 mm. a stick.
1: Well, true, but, <laughs> but yeah,
0: you didn't pay for it at $400. I feel like I got a two by four in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, the that was my first reaction was I don't know how you guys smoked that La Aurora 7B by eight by oh, 70 yeah. ring gauge cigar because this is about the top of my uh, limit.
1: Yeah, well. I also, so I was talking to Vlad the other day when we were thinking about what cigar we were going to smoke, and he sent me quite a long, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, quite a long paragraph on this cigar. He's got a couple of them lying around, which is pretty baller, but, um, so he smoked one the day that we were talking about it. He really enjoys this cigar. I guess the bigger question is, which I think we know the answer, is it worth $100? That's going to be the,
0: That that's, that's,
1: that's steep, but
0: yeah. I mean, there's not really too much that I would want to s- celebrate with this cigar just because maybe winning a championship game or something like that. But you know, you're not going to smoke this for, you know, I got first place at bingo today.
1: Yeah. Well, I also am like, this cigar is probably a solid three hours. Yeah. I mean, Easily. I could have, I could have had it when I was playing golf over the weekend, but like <laughs> it also, when you put it in your mouth? it kind of like, it's a little top heavy. So I'm pulling your shots. <laughs> I almost just lost it in my mouth. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway,
0: oh, that was a good one. Well, real quick though, I do want to let everyone know um, that we do have our Cinco de Mayo sampler live on our site. Now um, we've got crown heads, Jericho in there, Jericho Hill. Rather, we've got the HVC selection. Number one, uh, Pichardo Family, uh, San Andreas Family Reserve, Casa 1910, as well as a Cigar Club Customs that we did last year. All of these cigars are going to feature Mexican tobacco. And it'll be a great way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo.
1: You're getting back in the swing of things. Also, Pew, for everyone that thinks he looks like hell today, he is under the weather.
0: <laughs> a little under the weather.
1: He's got a but, fever uh, and... Some we, other weren't, problems. we weren't
0: going to, you know, push this off any longer. Uh, it was a crazy April, but it's great to be back. I kind of enjoyed the break a little bit. You know, obviously, I was on the Bourbon Trail, uh, so that was a great time. But I know, it uh, it's feels crazy like to think
1: haven't talked we haven't done a podcast ever. since then. And I know, talked, right? We, we ha- talk every we haven't, day, haven't, but we haven't talked we haven't, in a month. I know. That's crazy. Well, anyway, cheers to the 100th episode to you. I'm not even drinking cheers. anything. I drink no, a little bit too much I, over the I, weekend, I, so...
0: If I was feeling fine, I would, but yeah, I'm pushing it as it is <laughs> as yeah. it is, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so today while we smoke these one hundred and fifteen cigars, uh, we're gonna be answering questions from y'all., uh, but before we get into those questions, we have a very special video that Steve Wood, aka My Lost Interest, filmed for us. Oh God
2: <laughs> It's Friday.. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thursday, baby. <laughs> it's my lost interest. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Ta four family, <coughs> cigar club family, formerly fa four family. Shh, it's a secret. Can that <laughs> be right? I mean, it seems like only yesterday when Griff was diving into his pool It his clothes on. Still not sure why he did that. But Griff can do what he wants. He's a podcasting rock star, legend in the cigar world. He's the bee's knees. <laughs> Let's not forget the uh, OG Dave Ember. (laughs) Oh, God. What? His Christmas (laughs) drinking show is legendary.
1: I didn't. I did. 80 bucks for the name. Cohiba Siri M. I'll flarinet it on the way out. Flare is the best cigar I've ever smoked (laughs) in my life.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We'll soon forget that show. Dave Ember leaves us, and uh, there's Pew, who steps up. Uh, He was the number one producer. Some great game shows. He steps up and uh, has become the sexy podcast host that uh, we all know and love. Not to mention, Pew's a really good guy. Well, that's it for me. Hope everybody enjoys this episode of the Cigar Club Podcast. I want to say give a shout-out to the friends in chat and Discord that I've met along the way. been a a fun ride let's keep it going (laughs) (laughs) that ending
0: that was good that's a good look i'll
1: I'll pull the the georgia stanza look god steve's crazy thank you steve for the video i also could see steve keeping that hair style it's a great look i mean i I think the summer stash is coming back if they didn't know know him they could they could probably believe that that was his natural hairline or hairdo rather
0: I agree. I agree. Steve, think about it. Let it grow. Dye it out. Maybe get a wig instead. Keep the wig. Uh, And uh, just, you know, live your best life this summer.
1: That was good. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. That was awesome. uh, I have not been here. You've been here for the full 100 episodes. Yeah, there was a
0: few episodes uh, last two years ago at PCA that I wasn't in. Um, But for the most part, I'd probably been in most of the...
1: 95%.
0: Yeah. So thanks. Thank you all for, you know, sticking with us. It's been absolutely an incredible ride, incredible journey doing these podcasts, something I never really thought, uh, I'd be interested in or, or really had any idea of doing. And as soon as we did that first episode, I was hooked. It's just a really great way to talk with great friends, meet great people that listen to the podcast every week. Um, if you're not part of our discord and you do are, you are a podcast listener. Please join us. Uh, You can find the link in the description below to join us in our Discord that Steve was mentioning. We talk pretty much every day with all of you in there.
1: Initial thoughts on this first couple of puffs. This is not the most clean cigar I've ever had in my life. Here's a rare
0: pew rant. Um, I hate these sizes. Oh, I hate them too. The initial burn is... I mean, I'm sitting here just trying to touch it up. I can tell you right now, my cherry is probably right here. So it's very wispy in terms of its smoke output. And uh, it, just, it is
1: windy out for me and you. But.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm in my garage. So I, I have, oh, okay. uh, it should be perfect um, being a $100 cigar. So I'm going to tap this ash and see. I bet that cherry's pretty run up in there.
1: Yeah. But it's um, underwhelming. It's not, yeah, it's it's got, it's not very clean, in my opinion. In- no. I don't probably foresee it getting any cleaner, but um, yeah, so far. And I'm not just saying this because it's Davidoff. I mean, you could put HVC on there or Serena or Warped or anything. I would still judge it by its price fully. Mm. Not very impressed.
0: And I can tell you right now, the original release that I smoked a while back, maybe it's because I held on it for longer or it itself was aged, you know, existed longer it this has nothing on how good that cigar was um uh, so
1: yeah this so disappointed. Also, this royal royal release also comes in a robusto robusto okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: which was still 90 80
0: yeah let me take a look here the it
1: wasn't the, much you know it wasn't much cheaper than no no not at all
0: uh, and you get like it is. you know
1: quadruple the size on this one
0: yeah, a two pack is nope ninety five dollars. Really? Yep. Wow, that's a lot more expensive than I thought it was going to be.
1: For a five pack, really and expected 50? that.
0: Yeah. No, I and mean you can
1: do one hundred twelve hundred fifteen dollars yeah. for Triple for one hundred fifteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, there you have it. I mean, granted, this could develop, but initial I mean, thoughts. There, there's-
0: I agree. There's, it's not clean. There are some wispy flavors in it, but very fleeting. And um, yeah, the construction issues are, are what is bothering me. Construction I, for $100, issues are my biggest flaw. I should biggest, not like have to, to you, touch this up ever. And no. uh, I've already had to do it three or four times just to get that initial light going. Maybe disclaimer. Maybe it was me. Maybe I didn't have a proper light in the beginning, so therefore, well, that's also it, the damn problem with right, these things.
1: Unlike a traditional. Yeah. but easy to you light, got, get a nice you can't and keep red. it on there for long this it's like you know I feel like you're blowtorching it and it's going to be 50 Yeah, it climbs up
0: the side of the wrapper, scorches the side of the wrapper I
1: will say the foundation siniger is in the same kind of format and lit you know lit it the same way lit this and it was flawless um
2: yeah it's not uh, I not don't so know much.
1: It's
0: just, I don't see. It's just for the look. I'd rather have a flat foot than a tapered end, and enjoy the cigar because I'm not worried about touching it up or or relighting it.
1: Yeah, this is a big boy, but maybe
0: maybe it'll grow and and you know settle yeah. in. But so far, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but we've got after that <laughs> wonderful video again, Steve. Thank you so much. That was the first time I've been. Uh, included in one of those uh, famous legendary (laughs) Steve Wood videos. So that was humbling and, uh, you know, cool to be a part of that. Uh, But we've got a question from Does It Jam. What is your favorite Nicaraguan cigar? Damn, that's a loaded Uh, question.
1: uh, Nicaraguan Puro, are we assuming? No, let's just say Country of Origin er Nicaragua. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't. I was thinking I was questions. making it easier
0: for you, but I may not be.
1: Um, you know, God, man, there's just there's really there's two that immediately come to mind instantly, and there's one that immediately that comes to mind on the Dominican side. Um, I'm I'm talking Nicaraguan puros, also okay. origin as well. So two birds on the stone, Uh is just the warped Gr eighty eight and the warped Lyria Rojo is like my definition if you want to try, in my opinion, the definition of a fantastic Nicaraguan cigar, those two
2: options.
0: Yeah, it's funny. You, you Both of yours were warped, and literally mine would be the Villa Sombra as far as my favorite yeah. Nicaraguan cigar. And it's it's not surprising that I would figure it either it would be Aganorso or
1: warped yeah. on your end. Yeah. And, and it's not surprising because
0: I mean, they have – Damn good Nicaraguan cigars.
1: There's so many cigars out there, but yeah, you know, I was talking to Joey the other night, and I'm like, "That is the definition to me of what a Nicaraguan cigar should taste like." On the flip side, Chagui is the definition of what a yeah. solid Dominican cigar should should.
0: Um, the fact that you enjoyed that like. cigar um, made me that you were. I think you were starting to smoke more Dominicans at the time, but you really weren't a huge Dominican fan. Um, You know, you enjoyed everything that Ostos puts out, but for the most part, you were iffy on Dominicans. And I I was so happy that that cigar resonated with you and kind of opened your eyes to that. Some what great Nicaragua or excuse me, Dominican cigars can be.
1: Yeah, that's the one that if anyone has the mindset that I did years ago of, you know, Dominican cigars just leave this, you know not residue, but this just burnt campfire taste on your palate. That's yeah. that is absolutely hard to go two true. for two
0: with, uh, you know, yeah. some of these Dominican brands. No, I, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great highlights. If I was going to pull outside of warped, uh, probably agonorsa rare leaf or excuse me, supreme leaf. Yeah. I, I, I we, we've beat that one to death. Um, that cigar is just mind blowing. I think I liked the box press Robusta more so than the I agree uh, rounded Corona or Toro. I agree.
1: I did not read the recent Half Wheel review on the Toro. I have not either. Um, but last time I did smoke it, um, I also just prefer a, again the a smaller cigar. But um, I think I I lean towards last year's yeah. as well.
0: It, it was interesting to know that that was the first time they did a non box press. I. I would not have won that bet if someone was like, hey, have all the releases prior been box pressed? I'd have been like, well, surely not. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. I think that's fun. Having a unique. Another way to make a Vitola unique is the difference that you can get in draw and, and the perceived flavors yep. by just box pressing something yep. um, and just how much it made a difference between. I, I think they, were comp- they weren't even like the same cigar. Uh, but it was still clean throughout, but I just, it felt completely different of an experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, you see a 50, I mean, again, you see a box press 54, it's like, oh geez, I don't know, but you know, basically account for a 52 and it's a great size. I mean, yeah, I think I still have maybe one or two left.
0: I was going through bags yesterday or the other day looking to figure out what I wanted to smoke and, uh digging through it and i found one and i'm like oh that that doesn't need to be in the bottom of the bag mm-hmm. and i think i think to your point i think i have maybe two or three left bailey smokes them all so I if, if, it's rare that i get one in uh cuz she is. just loves them who
1: might have said no it's very 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 good um i had a super clean cigar the other day what the hell was it um i can't remember uh it'll come to me but i was like damn this is This could be a good competition with Supreme Leaf because. Really? Really? Yes, it was insanely. I have to go back. Was it something you had at the the lounge? Uh, Oh. So, you know, Totos Las Diaz. Totos Las Diaz is a clean cigar for sure. Yeah. What did I have before that? Let me. uh, That day. Let me Um, take a look. Actually, I don't think you texted it to me. Oh, Uh, yes. Room 101, 13th anniversary. Yes. Yes. That was it. That
0: cigar. When I first smoked that, I think that was probably January of this year, I immediately went to see if I could buy a box of it. There's something really fun about having one cigar or even just several puffs of cigar and you immediately know you want a box. There's been a few box purchases that I've had um, that reaction to and I do not regret the boxes of those yeah. that I went ahead and purchased. I, I
1: was very impressed. I texted Matt instantly. I'm like, man, I'm late to the party, but this is killer. Um, I was digging it for sure. Yeah. Big yeah, cigar, I too. I mean, what's that? Six by 50, I think. A oh, big, yeah. Big cigar. But I'm gonna great construction, to- very clean throughout. Yeah, it was, I really liked that. I smoked
0: the 13th. I believe, which was a black and gold band. If it's not the 13th, I'm, uh, I think it's this, within the, the last the several 13th. years, the 12th, sorry, the 12th. Oh, okay. Um, the, yeah, the 13th blows away the other ones that I've had. I've had a couple more and I can't recall which years they were, but, uh, Matt's got a, you know,
1: <coughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah, that was a very good scarf. That was, that was it exactly. And then I switched to Toto's last which is completely different. And, um, Highly, highly, highly recommend that cigar. My God. So, update. I'm finally
0: getting some semblance of flavor. Um, the burn is starting to heat up or the ember. So, I'm actually getting some smoke. I wasn't getting any smoke output, but I'm getting good smoke, but the construction's heinous. I had a little hint of like umami, sort of like what we had in 710. Um, but then pretty much dominantly cinnamon right now, which I'm okay with. I'm not mad, but I, I don't know what I would necessarily want out of a hundred dollar cigar.
1: But I would want maybe a little more. Also, my wife is uh, putting together a hammock stand. Good job, babe! And uh, it's windy as hell. The instructions are flopping all over, but she's doing a good job. So what a champ! She's also getting blasted with my smoke. So (laughs) it's her birthday week. Her birthday's on Thursday. So oh well. Happy early birthday, Meg! Uh oh no, sorry. Her birthday's on Wednesday. Whoops. I'm leaving Thursday. But. You better, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You better get that right.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
0: okay. Oh, man. Is that your is your lighter just out or is it just really because well, of the wind?
1: I can't tell. I think it's honestly from the wind. But I'm giving up. Screw it. So Griff and I aren't drinking
0: anything, but if you were to drink something with this or a pairing with this, uh, do you have anything
1: off the top of your head? Some super low proof bourbon uh you know maybe around the 93 or so mm-hmm. maybe up to like bottled and bond uh, yeah. um i think like a low-proof tequila would also probably be pretty good
0: i think a, a, we don't drink a lot of them but i think a, like a reposado would
1: go really yeah. well with this
0: not but, too you know full añejo, but i think that would go really well
1: yeah other than that i was I mean, gonna say i, I, I water- I'm, I'm also intentionally not drinking something just because i wanted to a hundred dollar cigar, you kind of want to, yeah, exactly, not dilute anything. So,
0: I think, uh, as far as a scotch, I would go like a McKellen 12, something not too offensive, not too in your face. Uh, that's just going to complement kind of what, uh, you know, balance each other out with the cigar. I yeah. think it may make it a little cleaner too, which would help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So far, I'd be in for maybe. 18, twenty bucks
0: but I'll give it at size you know 30 yeah. just because it's a, a big old yeah seven that's, that's fair
1: that's fair, that's
0: fair. Uh, the next question comes from Smith the non-believers what's the best way to cut a cigar if you don't have a cutter Griff I'm gonna let you take this one because this is all you
1: what I do mostly um, the old finger nub if you will whatever you call it but you know a lot of people will and I do it 50 50 just lick the cap just a little bit, maybe for like two mm-hmm. seconds, just to give it some type of wetness, you, if you will.
0: Can you quickly demonstrate for the people at home, what does that look like? Ah, give it a got you.
1: while you're doing it. I wasn't uh, sure. And then honestly, I just grab it. I never have nails because I chew them, but I and just you kind of can just peel it right up. I mean, you can even get the size of you know, a pea and that's all you need. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't need a massive hunk and hole but honestly i i lose lighters like it's my job so that's usually what i do for most cigars and if it's tight then i'll scrounge a cutter from somewhere but um some people i mean in the movies they bite it off
0: yeah i could never do that when i always fuck up the cigar kind
1: of a disaster in my opinion yeah. it's impossible in my opinion just to take it off with your thumb and it's perfect no problems whatsoever so, that's yeah, more you, or you less. You I mean, with something like this, cut. if it's a torpedo or something like this, I mean, that's that's a negative. You need a cut. Yeah, you're not you're not fingering but, that off. Um, you shouldn't have any problems with that. I've done it dry and just wetting it a little bit. Same outcome usually. Um, uh, not
0: really. I think I think the wet, you know, wetting it a little bit's probably a little more preferable. So that way,
1: um, I would probably recommend that. But it's, I I know for sure I it's one or the other there's no rhyme or reason yeah
0: the only way
1: uh if i'm not if i can't to your point
0: like pick it off uh if i have like my knife on me and it's not a super expensive cigar i don't mind just cutting through it uh assuming that my knife is clean at the time and not gross because no one wants to do that but yeah the old factory cut just picking off the end of the cap and uh if you just look at the uh head of the cigar or the foot of the cigar head of the cigar You can just see one, two, or three caps and just pick one off. And if it's not enough, you can go back and redo it again.
1: So just ash for the first time and trying to touch it up, but I think it's a lost cause. So
0: how much when you cut a tapered head like this, I'm going to call it a torpedo head, but it's not. Technically, I don't think. Um, how much do you take off? Because I always end up taking off too little, and then I have to go back in, and usually that fixes the frustration that I had. So I just went back and I, did another little cut.
1: I mean, honestly, you probably can't see it, but, um, you know, just... Yeah. I don't know. What is that, half inch? I mean... Something like that. Nothing crazy, but I also... It's it's more honestly for my mouth, right? I don't want to. Yeah. It's like a, what a twenty ring gauge at that point. It's like I. Need it's weird to hold. To you gotta here, right? You gotta really uh, so, choke down on it. <laughs> I, I more or less do it just to get to the thicker part of the cigar, um, so it at least stays in my mouth. But yeah, I. That's that, Those are tough. I mean, yeah. Some people will take you know a minuscule piece, and it's just not me, but. I yeah, can I notice usually where I do and it's perfect. No problem.
0: I noticed with this Vitola um or tapered head more so than really any others, get a lot of tar buildup. So that alone yeah. will have to cause me to go back and cut in. Um I suspect I'll have to do it with this cigar just because it's a seven and one fourth and uh go through and just cut the head of it off again and uh clear out any of that build-up. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Next question comes from David ANW. <laughs> What are the best sites to order from? Well, immediately I have to give us a shout out, CigarClub.com. Um, great place. We've got all our exclusives up in there for retail. We've got the vault where you can purchase previous releases that we've done. Obviously, we've got uh, our monthly subscription as well. But outside of us, Griff, if you're ordering cigars, what are your top three
1: places to look on? I uh, <clears throat> for the Saka Khan. Con- dunbarton podcast we ordered from neptune that was a first for me Mm -hmm. very smooth process gives you estimated times which were not correct but that was in due to our postal service um but that was really cool i i don't you don't usually see that the neptune site is a little old school for me it's oh i love their site it's i don't like it um i feel like i'm using a typewriter but um i will order usually from fox Mm -hmm. or um small batch atlantic those yeah. are about the same in my Yeah I was opinion. to say atlantic for me. Uh, free shipping and Fox is kind of a drawback as it comes from Arizona so it usually takes a little bit longer. Yeah. And you know Neptune I think came from Fort Lauderdale or South mm-hmm. Florida rather so it's usually it was pretty a much the same day shipping. Yeah. Or, or, or those or. are the I mean you know those are usually the 3 or 4 small batch atlantic, Fox, Neptune yep. maybe.
0: If I'm purchasing Outside of those sites, like I've made famous smoke.com purchases. I've made Cigar International purchases, and usually it's to take advantage of like a coupon or a discount yeah. deal. Um, I enjoy Neptune because one thing that I really enjoy is when you can see the difference in Vitolas, especially when I first started smoking cigars, and I wasn't as knowledgeable to be able <clears throat> to like visually represent a difference between a Robusto and a Toro. Yeah, It was always frustrating to see or to not be able to see what that actual Vitola looked like. And Neptune yeah. does a really good job of showing every single Vitola with its own photo. So then, you know, if you were maybe trying to figure out what the hell a five and eighth looked like, you can see. So, uh, yeah. so I really applaud them for that. And uh yeah, their shipping was, that was the first purchase for me as well. I love that you can get singles there. That's a, oh, feature that's a loan that yeah. I would use.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, if buying a five pack sometimes is already hesitant enough. I mean, granted, if it's mm-hmm. thirty five to forty five bucks, it's yeah, you can easier. always pawn them mm-hmm. off or give them as gifts or whatever. But before you commit, have an option. I mean, to buy one single cigar with free shipping, it's like it's a no brainer. Yeah. Well, and uh, especially
0: you know when I first started smoking cigars, I had no oh yeah you know boutique cigars around me or Davidoff or, or whatever, and so. Something like that would have been great because it it gives you that same type of experience of walking to a humidor and, yeah. and not having to buy a whole. Imagine if you went into your brick and mortar and had to get five packs every time. Mm-hmm. It'd be, I mean, I get it. Logistically, it's too much for most companies, but
1: yeah, that would suck. It's it's also like you know I've purchased for buddies you know just use warped for example and use fox as an example you know, you know get a gr88 get a Lyrio, get a cool yeah. mana get a. Um, companion and just do like a your own custom sampler which sometimes Mm -hmm. they already have those kind of built out but yeah uh it's it's fun to or even mix and match with different brands having the ability to buy a single cigar is just really convenient
0: yeah i i completely agree all right any update before we get on to our uh, next question
1: no 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 true or big transition still a little dirty on the palate
0: I'm wondering if, because the original release that I had, I it probably had five or six years of age on it before I smoked it. I'm wondering if these just need that same treatment. I don't know if I remember when this release came out. I thought at the time that it was just a one-time release, but the fact that I'm still seeing it places makes me think that maybe isn't isn't correct. So I wonder if these just need to sit. Which I mean, they've been sitting for a hundred dollars cigar, but well, I meant for years.
1: I mean, shit. I mean, mm. I'm. I, I'm I agree not with gonna, you. I'm not going to spend hundred dollars and, and all right. See It's not in a two investment. years. You're not going.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get anything back from sitting on that hundred bucks. No, and, and uh, to be your fair, humor. yours have
1: been your, your your single the one you're smoking now has been sitting for a month. Mine's been sitting yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. Uh. So they're definitely settled and rested off the truck. But yeah. I mean, this burn is just. Uh, you won't be able to see it, but it's it's yeah.
0: horrific. Mine's Mine's on a straight diagonal. Yeah, it's
1: horrible. Uh, it's horrible. Again, if it was a robusto, it would probably be I would think very construction wise, very good. But I don't yeah. know, maybe not. Again, yeah, the mean, wind just, is also not my favor here. But I've been smoking a lot of cigars out here when it's windy, and I no wind is, in my garage.
0: Yeah, and
1: I'm on. A I, I, I'm starting to not blame the wind anymore on construction because yeah. I've had too many that have been flawless in
0: this crazy winds winds. yep yep i mean hell i was smoking a cigar yesterday 15 mile an hour wind
1: you better believe it it held on
0: it held on for half of the damn cigar
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's what you want to hear uh all right next question next
0: question comes from Ezo952, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Don't be so quick to judge taste profiles. What's a cigar that started off horrible, but by the end of the cigar, uh, it was great? Hopefully, this one.
1: I feel like that was a comment towards me. Probably Eh, so. Don't be so sensitive. Well, no, I'm not. not. I feel like that was a comment maybe to the one that I said I would throw a cigar away within the first few puffs when Alec and Bradley were on. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. What was a cigar that started out rough? I, you, you know, usually to me, it's it's the other way around. It starts out amazing and, and yeah. doesn't end too well. Um, or it just starts to get repetitive or just, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're smoking tobacco at that point, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, I, there's no not really... A cigar, and again, this is me personally. If I don't enjoy the flavor off the first five minutes or whatever, I'm not going to continue to push through it because mm-hmm. um, I don't honestly see it changing. Um, so I, I don't have an answer for this one.
0: Yeah, it's it's certainly a tough question. Maybe it's something to reflect on. But uh, for me, I know you know I've got enough cigars, thankfully, that if I did have one that wasn't doing it for me, you know, our time's limited, so um i'll prog i go longer than griff not to bring back something we've talked about before but i'll go maybe halfway on a cigar and if by that point either i'm just going to go back inside or if i'm outside for the rest of the day then i'll just light something else up yeah
1: i mean i on the contrary i know immediately if it's going to be a damn good cigar yeah Uh, you you do too like and it it, nine times out of ten it'll it'll hang in there and and just be a very very good cigar overall Mm -hmm. um Like, when I lit this up the first few puffs, I was not overly impressed at all. Yeah. No, Uh, not at all. So, and my assumption is correct. This is not a very overly exciting or exciting cigar at all.
0: Yeah. I want a more – it doesn't have the depth of flavor that I would want out of a $100 cigar. Yeah. The the notes that I'm getting are very – one note, they're very blah. Yeah. So – We'll see, but I, I hope this finishes great and expectations are flipped. Well, we'll uh, know, for another me, four
1: hours. Yeah. Uh,
0: a couple cigars come to mind. One is, and I don't remember the particular, but an LFD cigar that I smoked was just a pure pepper bomb mm. right from the start. And I stuck through with it and that cigar got much better. So yeah. things like that I will push through because, you know, it may be intentionally peppered up front and, you know, or just the way that the leaves are laid in the cigar will cause it to be, more of a pepper bomb up front. Um, But uh, another one that I think of was the Davidoff Dominicana. Hmm. Started off terrible. I was like, I'm going to smoke this because it's a Davidoff. And around, just slightly past the third mark, it really opened up and got into what I expected. And so something like that could just be an inconsistent roll. It could be, you know, maybe I didn't have it cut well enough. Maybe I didn't have it lighted well enough. So there's a lot of things. It's not necessarily just always a bad cigar. Yeah. But a lot of times... Uh, you know, if it's a construction issue, you can usually tell that it's not you. Uh, you know, if you cut down too low, sure, it's going to unwrap. So that's not on the cigar.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to use the totos in the 13th anniversary, I smoked on Thursday or Wednesday at the lounge the other week. You know, within the first five seconds of each, I, I was like, I'm going to be a big fan of both, and I yeah. very much am. Um, on the contrary example yeah. a and you
0: know i always i believe you know try everything twice so just because i didn't like a cigar the first time if someone were to hand me that cigar i would certainly smoke it a second time uh because you could have just had a bad one right so well would i go yeah. out and seek this out absolutely not but if someone was yeah. like hey sure. let's sit down i really you know i want to enjoy this cigar i know you didn't like it the first time but i think you will this time absolutely i'm going to smoke it yeah. again a third time i'd be like hey i respect that that cigar's a little too much for me to knowingly not like.
1: Yeah. um Agree. But? Agree. Yeah, let me go back to Small Batch and order another one of these for $115 and try it again. There you go. Absolutely not.
0: All righty. So the last question is going to come from Old Dirty Baxter. Hmm. Uh, I try not to smoke too fast, but I tend to need a relight a couple of times. Am I to- not toasting it well enough to start?
1: Yeah, I would. I would personally think that, and that you're smoking a little too slow. Um, I always love when it. You know, we were in Kentucky last year, and I was smoking the. Um, was it the Matilde Renacer maybe? Maybe. Uh, I think it was, and I kid you not, I put it on the table. I think I've told the story. I put it on the table. We walked across the street to go look at bourbon. Uh, I was gone for maybe ten to twelve minutes. Came back. I was like, "Yeah, for shits and grins, I'll try it. Draw on it, flawless smoke." I'm like, "That is killer. That Um, is that's special." You know, it could just depend on a lot of a lot of things. You know, to me, it's one puff every thirty seconds. I, I don't really time myself, but yeah, you know, again, you can easily judge how hot it is just by touching down there. If it's very hot, then you're smoking too fast. If it's very squishy, you're smoking too fast. Um. But again, like, you know, someone brought up in Discord the other day, use uh, Pastelitos, for example, you know, a little four by 54 or whatever. Those are going to get hot, period. You could be smoking it super slow and it's going to get hot because there's just the surface area is, you know, 10 times smaller. So you might not be toasting it enough. I mean, if you want to see a full red ash complete, you know, all the way around, uh... It's just, it varies. I mean, the quality of the tobacco could be another option, you know, another thing as well.
0: I think, I think you're spot on with the toasting because here's a cigar that we couldn't really toast. And I've had to touch this thing up several times because I could never get that initial charring and heating of the actual tobacco for it to just consistently burn throughout. Yeah. Uh, Another one that I've had before is if you maybe are not cutting enough uh, off the cap of the cigar, you may not be able to have enough airflow drawing through the cigar, which could. Uh, cause it to go out because you're not generating enough heat as you pull yeah. through oxygen. So that's something to consider as well. Obviously, you don't want to take off too much where you're starting to de-wrap the cigar, but that can be one as well. Sometimes when I do have draw issues, mm-hmm. I'll go through and cut it again and that'll help or uh, burnish. issues. Yeah.
1: I mean, in theory, uh, in my personal opinion, I shouldn't and really don't love to touch it up more than, or relight, I should say, more than two, maybe three times. That's a yeah. lot. You know, it should be a one and done in theory. Granted, it's not always the case, but uh, a lot of the times, you know, if it's starting to burn a lot, even I'll do little touch ups with a Bic just to make it look great, usually for a picture, but that's not necessarily relighting. It's just adding a little heat to one side that might not be doing the
0: best. Exactly. Uh, For me, if it's a good cigar, I'll I'll do it until it starts to taste bad. But Two to three times. And what I'll do is if I have a cigar that I need to touch up, I'll take the cellophane and just knock the ash off into the ashtray. Yeah. So that way I'm not relighting burnt ash. I'll get down to basically the cherry of the cigar or what's left of it and then light yeah. that up. So that way it'll help reduce some of those harsh um, burnt notes uh, that you would get if you were relighting uh, ash. And then maybe just do a, a quick push through as well before yeah. you actually redraw it that just to a really lot help now. expend any of that. Yeah. Anytime, <clears throat> most of the time. Sometimes I I forget, but most of the time I'll do a quick purge outwards before touching it up. Yeah, I maybe catch it's, myself it's a doing myth, that
1: more and more. It uh, looks cool and lighter. I also, I and I I think if I think back, I think I do it when I'm going to pick it up again. And that it's been a while, right? So I put it down mm-hmm. for a couple of minutes. I'll get it. I'll I'll purge, purge and if it. I see yeah. smoke, okay, I don't need to relight. If I don't, then yeah. I'll just go ahead and grab the lighter. To me, it's better than sucking in or you know drawing rather nothing.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: That's a great question.
0: I like that one because yeah. it, it just tends to be um, <clears throat> just having to pay attention to it and and be mindful be, of it.
1: Depend on the humidity. Are they stored correctly? Yeah. Are they too wet? I mean, too loose. But too loose of a draw. Even to uh, this day,
0: I still have. I still have cigars that I have to relight up or retouch up. Yeah. And I've got all mine in, you know, perfect Boveda temperature or humidity. So I know it's not you know. that. And it's just, just the cigar
1: or something, it's you know, the, the outside environment. That's the, uh, it's a handmade product. Yep. You get, and it could be a lot worse.
0: Mm. Yeah. Still. I wanted more depth of flavor and I'm just not getting it. It's pretty, pretty one note for me. Um, uh, maybe it it's me. Like tobacco. Yeah. I'm not feeling the greatest. So maybe that's why, but, um, mm. I don't think, I don't think it's me. Uh, I'll put it that way, but no. before we wrap up the show, we wanted to do something new. Uh, we've done our fair share of hot takes, but now we wanted to react to some cigar hot takes, uh, Ooh. which if you wanted to win today's giveaway, you need to drop your cigar hot take in the comment below. Uh, So now we will react to these hot takes and decide if they are hot or not. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Try not to uh, look ahead. (laughs) So beyond $20, you hit rapidly diminishing returns with cigars. Not hot. Wait, what? A hot take to me is controversial. Right. Right. I, I don't think that's controversial. Over $20, no. there's rapidly... Dis- so it's not a hot take.
1: No. That's what I said. Oh, I know. I'm still trying to get the feel of the game. Oh. That that wasn't that, your statement.
0: Right? No. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no,
1: Okay. You You, you didn't lay hot. it out. You didn't lay it out as clean as I was wanting. My, my apologies. So, so, no, that's not know. a hot take at all, in my opinion.
0: You know, it was in the outline of the show. You know, God forbid, the 100th.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the one hundred one. The, the maybe, maybe maybe we'll
0: start one hundred one on a new foot
1: 101st, rather not one hundred one. Fair.
0: Um, no, I don't think that's a hot take at all. I I, I agree. Twenty thirty dollars is really that max limit. Where anything other than that's probably marketing. Yeah. Uh, the next one: sixty ring gauge cigars are awful. Yes. Ooh, I think that is absolutely Horrible. a hot take. So you ooh, hot take. we're opposite.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, but look, teach their own, right? And you got the guys that love the seven by seventies, six by sixties. If you want jaw problems down the road, by all means. And if you want minuscule flavor, because they're just using a bunch of filler at that point, by all means. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, if you're out on the golf course or if you're sitting outside all day and you just literally want to be smoking a cigar all day, I would probably be doing that as well. Uh, there's a time and place for it. But for me, I'm on the smaller engaged side, which we all know. Uh, I don't like to have my mouth that wide open. That big There's so old, many know. innuendos in this show. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I, I take that back. I came in a little too hot. They are not I was for gonna, me. I was
0: going to pull you back. They're don't not worry. for
1: me before yeah. I get absolutely annihilated. I. That would be the episode is smoking. Uh, You know, what's the. Is it asylum? You know what's the most well-known? The, Sixty gauge, seventy gauge. I think it's I mean, probably asylum. We, you know, we did the Texas Lancero PCA, and it was not bad we at did. all.
0: No, it was not, and I was shocked. At that Grant, that cigar. I, need, I, I
1: needed oxygen afterwards. To I sat know.
0: down with you. We both hated it from the jump. We're like Ryan, we don't want to do this. And then it was not. Yeah, it was not terrible.
1: So that in itself, that that is by far the biggest cigar I've ever smoked. Uh, Great, really, I smoked it for thirty minutes, and. There was probably another three three hours into. Oh God, but, yeah, um, that was a big boy, and it was not awful. So the reason I'm going to say this is a hot take.
0: I would normally agree with you that 60 ring gauge cigars are disgusting as a charged word. It's very, but aren't that good. However, I have smoked plenty of 60 ring gauge cigars that make me say that that can't be true for all of them. So. I, the casa 1910 cigars are great in a 60 by 60 ring gauge uh the chunk sizes from alec bradley are great in those uh chunky 60 ring gauges a box press 60 is going to be perfectly fine you know being probably a 58 so there are too many exceptions for me to say that i agree with the statement yeah um but in a lineup of vitolas i'm not going to go for a 6 by 60 or a 60 ring gauge cigar unless to griff's point you know the uh
1: the moment calls for it yeah but even that it's like then fine i'll smoke three or four cigars you know different maybe cigars you so you have at least like okay the first hour is going to be a connecticut then the second hour is going to yeah. be a maybe a you can at least diversify it instead of yeah four yeah, hours I suck with that same hours. profile oh, good god oh look it still tastes like this you know <laughs>
0: Well, this was going to be one that you're going to love. Um, In their opinion, Aganorsa Leaf has the best tobacco in the world.
1: That's a strong statement. Um, you know, I I don't. I agree to an extent that it's it's one of my favorites. It's very good. Yeah, in the world, uh, it's a little much.
0: Yeah, it's tough because outside of Aganorsa. I really don't associate tobacco leaves with a brand, so in that regard, I think they've got that completely locked up. Like, I mean, I guess you have like Placencia Farms and stuff like that. Who it's sure, AJ and AJ, as well. and AJ I love yeah, all, you know,
1: all three, yeah, you know, Aganorsa, AJ, Placencia, love all of those yeah. cigars. Some I could. I was probably thinking of it as the if same
0: the level. leaves were Aganorsa called, but they're not. That was stupid.
1: Um, I'll, I'll,
0: that's my mulligan for the show. Uh, yeah, I think it's top. Three probably for yeah. me, just on a consistent basis. And a, it's a rotating top three that there really isn't a number one, but consistently they produce really good cigars that use those tobaccos.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of brands use them. Uh, and you can, I mean, if you're well familiar with Agonorsa, you can,
0: you could usually pretty much
1: out. bet that it's probably Agonorsa tobacco, um, which is really cool. I mean, it's, you know, like AJ, that has got its distinct flavor. I mean, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's very cool when you really think about it, how that happens. But yeah, um, also, well, just like when we said we can
0: tell when a cigar comes out of La Isla, it just tastes oh, yeah. like something Osto's put together. It, it You know, yeah. it's like a signature dish a chef has. You just can pick up something in that chef. You know, they like to cook with a lot of this, that or the other. You can maybe pick out, hey, that's that chef. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna say that is a hot take, but it's not that hot of a hot take. Or yeah, it's, I, yeah. I'm
1: sure I mean I mean I'm sure people would absolutely agree with it. Um it, you know, we love it, obviously, but that's quite a statement.
0: So here's one that I do not think will be controversial between us. New world cigars are better than Cubans. Million times yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait, say
0: that again. New World cigars are better yeah. than Cubans.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Got it.
0: Yeah. That, that's not controversial between us at all. That is not a hot take. And I think a lot of people, especially in the markets that Cuban cigars dominated, speci- specifically Europe as well as Asia, I think as we see these price increases, you're starting to see these New World brands have more shelf space in their local humidors. Yeah. People are going to them because they can't afford The price increases of Cohibas or Cubans rather. And I think more and more people are being, whether it's forced or not, introduced to New World Cigars and really just what the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, um, you know, all these regions outside of Cuba are producing really great tobaccos uh, and making really great cigars. And our last hot take or not hot take, Lanceros are an overrated Vitola. I think that would be a hot take. So you think they are not an overrated Vitola?
1: I don't think they're an overrated Vitola.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for most people, they probably view them as an overrated Vitola. For me personally, I love a Lancero. Yeah. Is it my favorite in every blend? Absolutely not. But when a Lancero is good, it is damn good. Yep. And I think... A lot of people are maybe turned off by the appearance of the size. Uh, yeah. There was something I was watching the other day that when uh, in bars and stuff like that, a lot of men would be hesitant on ordering some of the higher-end cocktails because they yeah. don't know what glasses they come in. Yeah. So it perceives uh, you know mm. the masculinity takes it. So by including photos of the glassware, they were able to increase those their sales oh, to their male clienteles for that. And I think a lot of that has to do this, or I think there's something similar with the Lancero. It's the perception of, smoking this longer, thin cigar, you know, you see, whenever I see someone chomping down on like an 80 ring gauge, I'm like, you're doing that. And he's not even smoking it. I'm like, all right, you may enjoy it, but I think you're doing that to have a cigar in your mouth and and look cooler than you are. So I I think most people view them as overrated, but I personally don't because I, they're,
1: yeah, mm. they, uh, you know, when you really dissect it, it's fewer, you know, fewer tobacco. So you're going to pick out all the nuances if there are any. And all the different complexities, if there are any. And it's it's an art. I mean, it's a lot of people don't do Lanceros because it's a bitch to roll, right? Yeah. Um, so, a fantastic, you know, a, a Lancero that's fantastic is, is absolutely fantastic, right? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's time and place. I mean, I don't, I mean, I've got several uh, and I usually don't gravitate towards them, but. Sure. To take the Villager Miami Lancero, for instance, phenomenal Lancero. I thought I was going to like that the best in that size. Granted, we were in PCA smoking it, mm-hmm. but I personally like the Robusto size a little bit better. Um, and for me, that's one of my favorite Lanceros, right? Along
0: with the principal yellow or white banded mm-hmm. Lancero. That's those two immediate standouts for me. Um, and I right. get it. Like, if you don't like it because it's uh, the mouthfeel, just like we didn't like a larger than 60 ring gauge because the mouthfeel starts to get weird. I yeah. totally get it, right, or you know maybe a corona gorda you know forty four or forty six something along those right. lines, I get it, but if you smoke it and you're like, oh these this doesn't taste good, or you know I don't like smoking them because I don't like smoking them, well, let's give it a try trust me they're yeah. they're just try it and and yeah, give it a shot, don't just yeah. uh, quickly dismiss it,
1: yep, so yeah, I do think it's a hot take. do I agree no,
0: Final conclusions was this worth it
1: no. No, I agree. Not not in the slightest. Not even not even a portion of me says was it worth it? Yeah. Uh just it, it did not
0: deliver in after reading Vlad's description of it, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a
1: home run. I
0: need to go read it again. It it was detailed. Uh, yeah, for I me know. though, I just didn't get the 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 depth of flavor that he was able to perceive in the cigar. Um so maybe it is just me. Maybe it just doesn't hit our palate the way that it hits his perfectly. Um but yeah, I would not pay another one fifteen for this cigar, but I would smoke it again if someone were to to give me one or, or had a reason for me to smoke it again. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably would too if it was a freebie for sure. But honestly, I'd <laughs> prefer something else with more yeah flavor and more transitions and all that. Yeah, and something well, smaller. <laughs> yeah, let's do like to, a I giveaway. I would like to try it in the robusto. If someone, you know sent that for free. I'm happy to smoke it in the Robusto, but the Salamone is... That's just a commitment. you know.
0: Well, let's do a giveaway. And it's our 100th episode, so I think we need to do it
1: right. We are not giving away one of these, by the way. We are not giving away one of these. A five-pack of the Royals. Kind
0: of want to give away a year's worth of black. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So... In the comments below, um, that's a great, we want to know, uh, your hot takes, cigar hot takes. We're going to go through those. We're going to pick our favorite hot take and you will win a year's subscription to our cigar club black premium subscription. Um, that's four times a year. It's uh quarterly and we're able to ship out some higher end MSRP cigars, limited, more limited releases that we couldn't necessarily get larger orders for and, um, just a really fun way to introduce some of those higher end MSRP cigars. So, if you are a current subscriber, you can still win the giveaway. We'll just uh, get you a year's worth for uh, for free. So, yeah. um, let us know in the comments below. Thank you all for supporting us over these hundred uh, episodes. Can't wait to bring you another hundred more and celebrate yeah. two hundred in the near future.
1: Thank you again, uh, Steve, for the video. That was
0: thank you, Steve. Until next time, everyone. Happy smoking.
1: Peace.
2: You're a you're a